0: Welcome to Call My Lawyer, a podcast where I discuss pop culture and give my unpopular opinions. I'm your host, Chelsea, and everything on this podcast is completely alleged unless stated otherwise. Follow me as I spiral into oblivion, and always remember, if you don't agree with my personal opinions, call my lawyer. Mwah! You guys, I have had a hell of a time with this podcast. I recorded this episode already and can't find it anywhere. It disappeared. So here I am doing it again. I'm just going to jump right into Family Vacation. I watched um, the two most recent episodes. And I'm just going to come out and say it. I do not notice when Snicky isn't around. The show goes on with or without her. And honestly, preferably less of her Ange came in super hot she bitched all day but the laugh i let out as she's talking with mike in the van and she's a loud whispering we have never heard Ange talk that quietly in our entire lives but she is a damn feral animal and i love dina i think But I don't think she's the type I'd ever be around. She's either over the top or judgmental and both are very extreme and it gives me anxiety. Let everyone else do what they're going to do and mind your business, you know? And this is coming from someone that does not, in fact, mind their business. I also wish they'd make Dina's Chris a full-time castmate. He has way too much patience and I could fucking never... Imagine living in their household or just having to deal with the things that he deals with. I think he deserves all the credit in the world and he should definitely be on the show full time. Vinny, you can literally see the dread in his eyes every time he's put on the camera. He would rather be quite literally anywhere than with the roomies. However, I will say he's kind of starting to lift spirits a little, and I can't help but wonder, is it because him and Ange are allegedly hooking up, or am I misreading that body language? And then Jenny. I have always had a love-hate for her. She's iconic, There's no denying that, but she has always been an instigator, a female situation, if you will, and she has never been called on her bullshit, which is so odd to me that the whole cast, they're all for holding people accountable, yet Jenny has never been. So it makes me wonder, does she have things over all of them or... Is she just extremely nice out of like off camera? So they let her slide. But her moderating Angie and Mike's discussion, she just holds all the power in the house. And I know Mike's secretly jealous. He wants to be her so damn fucking bad. At the first dinner in Nola. Ange is sitting next to lauren's and mike and there's a moment you can see Ange talking to lauren and mike clearly there's no drama but they won't let us know what was being said and they make up some big blowout later which is so frustrating because i think all of us are basically over all the fighting especially And Jenny, and Mike. It's the same thing every damn season, and I'm sure none of us would complain if we saw the more authentic moments also. Okay, so I know Ron's been flipping houses. Before he even started Jersey Shore, he was a realtor, so that does not surprise me in the least, and I think he's on the right path. He just chased women instead of handling himself first, but I think it speaks volumes when he is the one that has full custody of Ariana. Do I believe he's one hundred percent sober? No, maybe California sober, but I think he's handling himself a lot better, and you can see it, especially if you're following him. I think all of these people need to quit drinking, if we're being honest. We did not need full graphics of Ange getting sick. If there's one thing I fucking hate, it's that. It makes me want to fucking rage. My blood boils. My skin gets hot. I can't stand that shit. And to keep cutting back to the same thing, I hate it. I really love Chris and Zach. I know we didn't get off to a good start with 24 but for a man especially a young man early 20s in the beginning to step up and help parent someone else's children and stick around that speaks so much they're both incredible like keep putting them in rotation and eventually make them both full-time I think we all just need it we need a breath of fresh air and new stuff to watch I also need to know the behind the scenes between last season of Lauren's with the production and editing and this season, because the few times she's been on the season, it's like they're trying to redeem her. Now she seems likable. I feel like she's traditional Jersey. And if you're from Jersey, don't take any offense to this because I am fully the same way. Like she will work a nine to five but smack you in the mouth at six for disrespecting her or her family, and I have nothing but respect for that. But what happened? Because I feel last season she was just insufferable in this season. She's only been on it a couple times, but I have I don't mind it. And I know I bore y'all when I talk about how over them I am but there's a reason I have a fan page and a reason I'm still here it's the moments where they all come together for each other that really get to me like that gender reveal let's fucking go that was beautiful all of their eyes were a little wet like I loved everything about that and it's funny because Lawrence telling everyone she's gonna kick their ass, (laughs) and you can see the fear in Vinny's eyes. I don't really know where this this season is gonna go. I hear that at the end, there's, like, some huge blowout. Like, there is every season, but i don't know i hope they have something bigger planned obviously if they brought sammy back they do trying to redeem some sort of views that they've lost but i guess it's gonna keep going if we keep watching i believe music is a crucial part of life You associate music with moments, memories, people, and places. A song, even a tune, can bring you back to a specific memory. And at random times, even when you don't realize it, a song could come on and your mind will instantly take you to a memory. And I think that's so special. When I was a young kid, still in elementary school, I began my struggle with anxiety. And back then, anxiety and depression weren't really spoken on. I believe the older generations had a hard time accepting any illness that could not physically be seen. Around middle school, I met anxiety's ugly cousin, depression. And I've waited in the darkness far too often for a kid with nowhere to turn to. In high school, I started showing signs of BPD, but wasn't diagnosed until after I had my child. And as of a couple years ago, I was also diagnosed with PCOS. So as you can imagine, my brain is a grab bag of funsies that I can never seem to escape from. With BPD, your brain does this thing where it attaches itself to another person where it finds comfort, better known as a favorite person. So in the least creepy way, I get overly obsessive with shows, characters, artists, etc. Once I find someone, I hyperfixate on them. It's unhealthy, but it keeps my mind busy and keeps me from really driving off the fucking deep end. In 2020, going into 2021, I found Jaden Hostler. Sometimes you like music for the tune, but most of the time you enjoy the music because you relate to the lyrics. I love a good underdog story. I love the thought of people putting in actual work to make a name for themselves rather than already having a foot in the door. I love to see people win when the world is telling them they can't do something. And most importantly, I love to see a motherfucker perform and actually kill it live. Because I'm going to be honest, I used to hate live music, give me the produced, cut, well put together album, but when you can pull off raw, unedited talent, there's nothing more beautiful than that. You guys, the emotion that ran through me at Jaden's concert is almost paralyzing. Have you ever witnessed someone carry a note and it gives you goosebumps, make your nipples hard, brings tears to your eyes? Before you know it, you're sobbing in a sea of teeny boppers like a proud fucking parent. Maybe it was the frequencies fucking with my brainwaves. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but it was top two favorite concerts I've ever been to. Even his openers, beauty school dropouts were incredible. And Maybe it's a petty in me because in society's world, we're all love and accept everyone except for when it doesn't benefit you. So Jaden has been frowned upon because he came into this as a TikToker. And apparently we can't take TikTokers seriously. Although almost every mainstream artist makes their music specifically to cater to a viral TikTok moment. And we're supposed to accept that but popping up overnight as a wiggle dicker and then surprising us all with such a gorgeous voice. Go the fuck off, King. Maybe I'm rambling too much. I just genuinely enjoyed that fucking concert. And Jaden, I know you will never, ever hear this, but I'm so incredibly proud and grateful. And I hope this never ends. <laughs> I know this week's episode is kind of short. If you want a longer version of an episode, I did an hour and a half last week and had Sam as a guest. We talked all things Sons of Anarchy. This week, I kind of just wanted to do a little update covering the most recent episodes of Family Vacation and the concert. Like I said, I've already recorded this episode before, And it disappeared somewhere. So I guess I've just run out of things to say. I've also been struggling a little mentally for the past couple weeks. I'm going to be fine. I run into these blocks often. But I just wanted to be transparent and say why I haven't really been posting. But I will have a normal episode next week. And I think I'm going to start doing them on Thursdays instead of Tuesdays. It only seems right, like, Thursday. Anyways, thank you for listening to Call My Lawyer. Until next time, bye, fuckers.